Sight Lap is brought to you by Yamaha. Rev your heart and join the Blue Crew for contingency, technical support videos, trackside support, demos and riding schools, apparel and merchandise. Get on the winning team. Join Yamaha's Blue Crew today. Nihilo Concepts, the leaders in grip technology. Whether it's frame grip, lever grip, grip donuts, which are fully customizable, or even the SOS device, which will keep you from being stranded. Check out all the products Nihilo Concepts makes for your motorcycle. And by Complete Racing Solutions, the leading resource for health and wellness and performance, where results are driven by the science of performance. Visit CompleteRacingSolutions.com for more information on training, nutrition, hydration, recovery, injury prevention, flexibility, and so much more. It's an incredible resource. Get over to CompleteRacingSolutions.com. And by FlowVision. FlowVision goggles combine a lifetime of riding and racing experience to create the perfect goggle. Includes outrigger performance fitment system for optimal function, a removable nose guard for added protection and rider comfort, triple layer rider comfort foam for maximum sweat absorption and fitment, relaxed nose support for increased breathing, boundary ventilation system to aid with sweat reduction and relief, a 45 millimeter wide anti-slip strap with a 3D printed poly logo, Flowvision lenses are three times thicker than the standard goggle lens for clarity of vision, and they come in multicolors. It's CE certified, and get this, they retail for $56. Check out Flowvision goggles today. Hey folks, welcome to this week's edition of Sight Lap. I'm your host, David Pingree, joined by Jeff Emig, multi-time national and supercross champion. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. Yeah, Rowe. stoked. We're looking ahead to Washougal. Were you a fan of this track? Loved it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fun vibe up there. Like well, good. it was my very first pro national. Was there in '88? Ah, yeah. I got. You're that old? Yeah. I got really <laughs> antsy. I was 125B at uh, Loretta's and all that. And then, hey, Dad, I'm going to be expert now, A class. So I want to go ride a national. And so Dad says, okay. We took the box van up there, whole shot at the first moto, led for 21 minutes, faded to seventh. I was so, uh, we never rode longer than 20 minutes, yeah, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was still amateur. Yeah. 125, last call, 125 second moto, and I'm literally laying next to the box fan, like <laughs> with the towel on, like cramping, right? And my dad's like, you want to ride? Uh, okay, I'll ride. And I could barely get my gear on, like, ah, uh, muscles are cramping. I, off the start, crash, fall the first, or the first lap and like separate my shoulder. <laughs> but, uh, but I led the first the, the first 20 minutes, right? A whole that was a good first that. moto. Yeah. No, I, I, I really like that place. Um, it's it's changed a lot. Um, I mean, it's been a long time. But but uh, the soil up there really is the story. The dirt is, is, is you know, the most hard-packed track that we have yeah. on the yeah. entire circuit. Yeah, I, I raced there for the first time in 1985 on a 60. Whoa. So going way back, the Yamaha Cup. Uh, but... Um, I remember thinking back then how much there was more topsoil, right? Like when I compare mm. it back then to now. Oh yeah, all that's gone. Yeah. And you can look at the track and see that it's kind of cut down into a big channel. You know, all, yeah, the, all that dirt's just gotten... It's washed off. Yeah. yeah. And so it just leads a super hard vase. Um, you know, if they if they till it up, you know, it's really, you know, like kind of wet, muddy clay in a, you know, in a lot of spots, but then it just hardens up. Yeah. And the, the acceleration bumps there are really like square edge. Um, the, and the, it's it, it, you know, and it's pretty sketchy there because um, so much of the track is in the trees and shaded. So you're going from the sunlight to the shade, which was always really hard for me. It's ironic that I I 
feel like I've done well there. Um, but that transition that way, and then you hit these like, you know, sneaky little square edge bumps yeah. that you're not, yeah. that you can't see. It's, yeah. you know, well, it's, and it, it's the, pretty hard the, on you. The, Like you said, it is a clay, so it, it will grab your tires and, and kind of pull them one way or the other real yeah. quickly. And add to that, yeah, you get into these shadows because you're coming down hills and, and up hills at a high rate of speed in and out of tree shadows. So your eyes are trying to adjust. It's tough. Yeah, but there is, I'm telling you, there is nothing like, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it right now. When you hole shot the first moto of the day, which, you know, which in our day was the 125 class, and you come down the ski jump, yeah. and nothing but just an ocean of fans, and you just see this dark line, which is the track, this little S turn at the bottom of that. But you come down, oh, look at the goosebumps yeah, yeah, thinking about yeah. it. And it's like, so it's just it's and you it's so crowd, scenic yeah. when you're up yeah. on the up on up on the top of the hill and you look down i mean it's certainly the scenery with all yeah. those those evergreen trees and the green grass and all the color from the fans and the sponsors and the you know all that stuff it's really quite majestic now that i think about it there's it is an incredible feeling i probably was leading a day qualifier or something but i, I know exactly <laughs> what you're lcq about. probably yeah something like that <laughs> <laughs> There's one more oh thing about Washougal that I want to mention because you're going to see this every single track, the start's important, but at Washougal, the, the field spreads out really quickly because the, you, you get up the hill, you make a left and it drops down into this tight little 180 and then it, the track sort of narrows as it drops off that ski jump yeah. and then you got the S turns at the bottom of that and it just gets single file right through there. And so if you start 15th, the leaders are 30 seconds in front of you at the end of the first lap. They're yeah. gone. Yeah. Well, the track does is kind of narrow in spots and it's it's a it's a really unique place to race and you can like ride on some of the walls and there's different areas of the track, but I would add that that one of the things about Washougal that that separates everybody, you come around the first turn, you make that right to head up the hill, especially nowadays with the 450s. Dude, the roost oh. at that place the last time we rode there, we were racing 125. Yeah. At the 125 Dream Race. Hey, it look, hurts, dude. I rode it right here. Roost hurts. Oh, yeah. You're going up <laughs> there, the and that's worst. on a 125. Uh, okay, on the 450s. And I mean, even with the chest pro and stuff on, I mean, you don't wear anything on your arms. No, you're, you get yeah. it in here, you get it on your neck, you know, it like. It hurts, and you have to like get out of the line of the roost, yeah. and or back off, and so you're constantly moving around. Where like a sand track, yeah, I mean, you know, your goggles could get sandy and all that sort of stuff, but and you'll get sandblasted, but it ain't like no. that clay hitting you. That, no, you come off, you look like you got hit with a, a shotgun, I yeah, mean, or you got some skin condition or something. Um, <laughs> let's look at the weather this weekend. We've been getting really lucky with good weather, no rain. We, we, we chatted about this before. We haven't had a rain race in over a year. There it goes. Well, you know, there bring it, it on. I'm a fan Pingry. now. I don't care. Let it rain. <laughs> Pingree uh, said it. <laughs> Portland is going to be 87 and sunny this Saturday. And that seems like really nice weather. But we were talking a little bit earlier. Because it is set in the trees, there's zero wind. No breeze whatsoever. So 87, it's almost like adding in humidity because there's just no air movement. That could be pretty toasty. Yeah, yeah, they definitely, some of the areas of the track have opened up a little bit, but yeah, when you get like those tight sections down by by the finish line and the whoops and all that, like there's just, 
It's There's just not a lot of movement there. I mean, when we did that one to five dreamers, remember how like oh, it was hot. Ping, Ping and I were battling wheel to wheel in the main event that day too, and it was hot, dude. Yeah, I, and it's and it's a different like it's really dry. But uh, you remember how how much problems we were having, um, you know, you know, um, w- with the jetting on the bikes, yeah. and and it was hot. And, and I'd have to talk to my dad. He's an engine builder and all that. But there's something about the the uh, maybe the density of the air mm. there that's that's different. Like it may be hot, maybe dry, but the air quality for the engines is not very good there. Mm. Doesn't make for good horsepower. Well, I don't think that's going to bother the four strokes as much. Um, yeah, the pistons is big, dude. <laughs> so, okay, so let's look at these classes. When we go back to last year in the 250 class. Uh, the results get really interesting. Jet said something after the race at Millville that he doesn't like Washougal, and you kind of got the same vibe from Hunter. Uh, we go back and look at their results last year. Jeremy Martin won the overall with a 3-1. RJ Hampshire was second with a 2-3, and Justin Cooper third with a 1-8. If you look at Jet and Hunter, their results were not that great. 7-2 and 5-10, respectively, between Jet and Hunter. So the results show that they don't really love this place, and... Um, now, I still think they're going to be the class of the field, but this would be a great opportunity for a Joe Shimoda uh, or a Justin Cooper to get up there and, and um, it, was put that a little the bright first, spot on their year. Was that the first time that Jet and Hunter had raced there? For Jet, I want to say yes. I think Hunter had been there one, one time prior. One, one year, yeah. I mean, definitely, you, you know, the more that you ride there, the better feel that you that you have for the, for the course. Um, you know, it's it's... I think it's a track that is well suited for a guy like uh, Justin Cooper. You know, um, personally, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Very smooth, mm-hmm. all that. Um, and it's surprising um, that you know R.J. Hampshire, w- w- which to me kind of bulldogs it a bit, and and for him to have a two-two last year, I think was, yeah. I think was kind of interesting. Where you know, and and maybe that's just a testament to how how physically demanding the track actually can be. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, interesting. So we'll see what happens with those two. The only locals in this class uh, would be Levi Kitchen, who's out with a, a wrist injury. Uh, best best of wishes to Levi out there. Hope you yeah. heal up quickly. That did not look good on his Instagram post. A little wasn't straight. Little buckle in that thing. Uh, and the other guy would be Carson Brown, who's actually had a couple of decent rides, top ten rides here recently. Um, I would look if you're picking your fantasy team. That guy hauls ass there. And um, in fact, I think. Did he beat us both at that race? And he was in, five he was in the yeah, pro class. He smoked yeah. us. Yeah, so he rides yeah. this place a lot. He's, he's local. He'll be fast. So check him out um, if you're looking for uh, a good pick there. But what do you see happening in this 250 class this weekend? Um, I think that the level that um, Jet and Hunter are on is, is just a, a notch or two above the rest of the guys. You think unless, so? unless they can get a start with them. Right, I don't see anybody being able 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 to run with them. And what's interesting is is they're really kind of pushing each other, um, and and so I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. Uh, you know, we're just past the halfway point. There's still a ton of racing left to go. Uh, I keep thinking that Hunter is 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 going to get tired of getting beat. Like you can see yeah. it, right? Yeah. Like and. You know, you can't come to this track and be like, well, I don't like this track. Well, it doesn't matter. It's part of the championship. Yeah. You're, you you better like it. Yeah. Just for a day. <laughs> yeah. Right? You can hate it again Sunday. Yeah, yeah you hate it on Saturday night. 
Well, I think that it, uh, just looking back at their results and what they both said about this place, it's a good opportunity for these other guys to step in and have a good weekend. We'll see if they can do that. The Lawrences are so damn good technically. I feel like their ability to adapt to whatever conditions are pretty good. Yeah, and that's, you know, like I said, they're just they're just on another level right now. Um, I do look for Justin Cooper to be better again, mm -hmm. you know, and I think this is a really good track for him. There's a lot of that hard slick back east in New York where he's yeah. from. Yeah. Maybe he's used to that. There's there, and the one thing about Washougal that always got me was that it's the dirt is so dark that you come through and you normally when you see dark dark dirt, it sort of equates to traction, right? You think, oh, yeah. it's it's nice and, and wet and that's not the case. It's still really dark, but it is shiny and harder than this table underneath. So yeah, it, it can bite you quick. Yeah, but one of my favorite jumps on the whole course, I mean, on the, of, the, of the whole championship is there that, that like step up table over the top oh, yeah. on the back. Oh my gosh, that's fun. It's yeah. so cool. Like the, the, I mean, all the photos and video that come yeah. out of that, all, all the guys in practice, I mean, it is upside down. Well, our butt whip photos were pretty good too, right? Yeah, we just move our butt off the side of the bike and then they like that was cool it. in the '90s, kids. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's jump up to the 450 class. Uh, and and again, we we talk about this battle between the two top guys, Tomac and Sexton. Looking back last year, Chase Sexton won here with a one three. Tomac was right there with a two two. Now keep in mind, Tomac was not the same guy last year that he is right now. Um, he was sort of mailing it in, it looked like. Dylan Fernandez third with a 5-1. Mailing it in. Right. So so yeah. even last year where he wasn't maybe 100% Eli Tomac, yeah, yeah, he yeah. still goes 2-2. Two, two. Um, so, what happened to Ferrandis that first moto? Because especially during remember. that time period, he was, he, was on it. he was the guy to beat, right? Yeah, I'm not real sure. Um, when I look at this, you know, looking at the 450 class, I think it's just going to be a battle between those two out front. And I... You know, I, I guess I'd give the advantage to Eli at this point, but man, it's a it's a 50-50 shot in my opinion. And with know. the points being so close, five five points apart, a ton of motos left to go. Both riders seem to be pretty pretty focused and driven yep. for this, right? Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, and Tomac's getting up there. You know, this is you know he's this may be his last trip to uh, Washougal. He said as much. So this yeah. is going to be it, but. What do you think Sexton's mindset is? You know, you talked earlier on a, on a show several weeks back about how the middle of the season, you know, that, that round six, that's when things sort of start to separate and, and, yeah. and, and the rubber starts hitting the road. And it's really interesting because to that point, I've sort of paid attention to that as we've hit like round six last week, you start to see everybody slotting into where they belong. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have a lot of two sevens anymore. It's like one, one, two, two. Three, four, four, three, five, five. Yeah, you know what I mean, everybody's... everybody kind of knows where their position is. They yeah. work to it, and then that's it. Bike and everything like this setup is is really in focus, and you're making little tweaks right. here and there. Um, but what is he's got to stop Eli's momentum, and he hasn't really had an answer for him for the last handful of rounds. Um, if you're if you're him and your Honda, what, what's What's the strategy? Because you're right, he can't have his tip overs, he can't have a big one, mm -mm. but damn it, you can't let Eli continue to go 1-1. One, one. No, I mean, I guess I can draw on, on, on my experience in the, in the 96 uh, championship, this, the same championship, which was the 250 championship at the time. At the beginning of the season, McGrath was, in, in the beginning, he had all the confidence, he was, he was winning some races, and then I started closing the gap but he was still winning or I'd slip up and fall down or, 
you know, he would be a little more aggressive at a certain point, but then I would stay with him, you know, and it wasn't until the halfway point where it's like, okay, now things are starting to come together and you really have to just keep digging and you have to keep, um, you know, challenging those riders and then you just have to have that belief in yourself. Um, but he has to minimize the mistakes to where, you know, and but look at what's happening right now. I mean, Tomac's been, he's been in, incredible lately yeah. and he's got the fitness, the bike, the tire now evidently, which I don't know if he'll run that tire at the, at the, you know, at the, at this next round because it is so hard packed. But, um, you know, he is, his age and his fitness and every place that he's at, like he's, there's, there's nothing that he's missing. There's no chinks in that armor. No. And so Sexton is going to have to just do something really special. He's yeah. going to have to be great. And he, he, I think we all believe that he has that uh, that sort of a potential, but he just he can't have those little slip-ups because if he had won that first moto last week, man, that little confidence booster, right? And then maybe that's that's what it took. But, you know, it's only five points. Um, we're just past the halfway point now, um, or, you know, we're right at the halfway point. Um, so there's still plenty of time for him him to, him to do that, but he just the starts have to be on point, and he has to just keep digging. He has to want it more than anything. Yeah, I, I just think it's an interesting position for him to be in because you're going up against a guy who who has no, there is no flaws or faults, right? No. And he's answered everything that you've come at him with, mm -hmm. um, but yet you've got to go back. You know, when he said, "Yeah, we're going to go back this week," and just, and I'm thinking, and what? Like, what can you possibly and do? What? Yeah. <laughs> You, you know, you're, you've got the speed, your fitness is there, your bike's working great. Like, what are you going to do? You just have to perform on the weekends, right? Yeah, and it just, it, it really, now you really start to split the hairs and it's going to be like the start is going to be so critical to start in front of Eli because mm -hmm. the stat is he hasn't lost a race that he's led this year. Mm -hmm. He's gotten passed once, but he still ended up winning the race. So you're going to have to start in front and make him... Mm -hmm have to try to force him out of you know out of his comfort zone which you know we know is is going to be pretty tough to do well it's going to be a great race to watch uh sexton did mention that sand softer sand tracks have been sort of a weakness for him and so now he's down riding uh, in florida working on sand stuff specifically softer dirt and he said these next handful of races washugal unadilla buds we get to these places and they're more hard pack clay base so yeah. we're and I don't know if he was saying that to try to like, you know, get a little mental edge on Eli, like maybe put that in his head, mm -hmm. or if he really believes that. But it'll be interesting to see. Fun to watch those two go at it. Yeah. I gotta believe it's gonna be a dogfight. The race for third. Who's your pick? I mean, Anderson, Rocks, and Barsha, Craig, Dungey, any one of those guys realistically here could jump on the box. I like I like Craig for this event. Mm. He's really great. You know, throttle control. Um, taller rider really uses a lot of body English. You know, to weight the bike. Um, I, but but I, I, I have a feeling that this could be the place where Dungey can get a podium. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. He's, he's knocking on the door. KTM's making the bike better. He's getting a little bit better with each, with, you know, each, each round. He's, you know, he's right there. But. Do, you, do you see that bike being an issue? James Stewart lit that thing up. He said it looks slow and doesn't work. I was like, geez, came at it pretty aggressive. What do you see Bubba's, that bike? Bubba's world? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I, I, I do think that James uh, has some interesting, um, you know, comments at, at, at times that Neck are really, burn. well, you know, really insightful. <laughs> like he catches certain things. Yeah. Um, no doubt. And I, I, I think that, 
you know, the start is essentially a drag race. You know, that's a, there's, there's technique and stuff involved, but you know, horsepower is a big part of it. And right now you're seeing the Kawasaki up there, um, you know, the Hondas, the KTMs are not there. Yeah. You know, mm. KTM group in general, you're not really seeing any of those bikes up front. So that could be the case. Um, but at a place like Washougal where, where, you know, other than, you know, the big horsepower hill, the rest of it is there's a lot of it's, throttle it's, control. It's throttle control more than raw horse. And so maybe it, as, as opposed to last race at Millville, it won't be as critical. If mm -hmm. there, you know, if there was some sort of deficit there or, you know, um, you know, maybe it wouldn't play as much of a factor. Um, which rider would you say, if you're looking at Tomac and Sexton, which rider kind of blinks first? Who has a bad moto? Who has a, a crash? Sexton already has. Right. He's I'm just talking from here forward. He has been prone to it. I mean, yeah, Eli's got a really good track record with this. He yeah. is. Man, he's consistent. He is. He's considered a three-time. He won three of these titles in a row, plus a 250. Yeah. So, you know... Um, you know, for, for for Sexton, he has to minimize those little mistakes. Mm -hmm. um, he has a tendency, he's done that his entire career. Um, and what's interesting is that, you know, I had been pretty critical of, you know, um, of Eli Tomac at times throughout his career. In these last few years, it's like he's corrected all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'd say for Sexton, like, you know, you can't let your past determine your future. But you do have to fix those things. Learn and, from it. Yeah, and I don't. And only only Chase knows, right? When you're the guy on the bike, only you know that little like what I grabbed some front brake. I do this. I didn't, you know. Only only you know. But you have that ability to learn from that, and you know, and to be better. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um, One so thing, know, Eli but, said, I, but, if, but if I had to choose, if I had to choose, I'd say I'd say Sexton. Okay. You know. One thing that Eli said was, um, well. Several guys had said it, but you know that track you really have to pick and choose where and, and I would say this applies to Washougal as well There's places you can be really aggressive and push hard and there's other places You've got to know when to kind of tiptoe through a section like that off-camera turn at the bottom of Martin Mount Martin Yeah, you got to really be good about finding those little places like all right I better just take an extra tick here and make sure I get into this rut. Well, and I think and that's what chase is missing this year outdoors anyway, is has been just Front wheel just misses a rut, mm -hmm. you know, just misses that. And Washougal is even more critical because these little ruts, these little grooves, and you've got chop and stuff coming into the turn. Um, and, and like we talked about, some pretty abrupt acceleration bumps coming out of the turn. And you get the bike on the edge of the tire trying to lean it over. Especially with the with the four strokes, I mean, they can like blow out ruts. That oh, in yeah. our day, our bike, you know, our one twenty fives would have held. Yeah. But these four fifties have so much power, and so, yeah, it's going to be like throttle control and and being patient, um, knowing when when is go time and when isn't. That'll mm. be important. Yeah. All right, I'm picking Shimoda for the win in the two fifty class. I'm saying Hunter's second, and I'm saying Jets third. Who do you like? Wow. Those those are pretty good picks. I mean, Joe's got to get two consecutive uh, good starts. He's got his starting blocks now. I think he's dialed. Oh, <laughs> right, right. Well, that's good. I mean, and that's part of it, right? If he if he's going, okay, here's where I'm, you know, not not doing my best. What can I do differently? Try some. He tried something different. It yeah. worked. He looked pretty good at Millville in the in the moto that he got. Uh, was it third? He uh, looked yeah, great he on a, the yeah, bike. he got a second. He, he was oh second. Sorry. Yeah, he's riding. Yeah, great. Um, he looks good on the bike, and you, but. You just can't 
put yourself, yeah. you know, back. I mean, look what happened to Hunter in the second moto when that when they had to restart. Here's a guy that was fast enough to win the first moto. Second moto, he gets a crap start. And he can only get to fifth. He only only or, get to fifth or, yeah. or third. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, 450 class. Whew. I mean, it's a crapshoot between those two. I'll go Tomac, Sexton, and uh, I think I'm going to put Anderson in third. Now, nah, you know what? I'm going to go Craig. I think you're right. Craig. I, I think, think Craig for third. Uh, I'll go Sexton, Tomac, Dungey then. Okay. You son of a bitch. We'll see who wins. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, as always, our picks could be totally wrong. Don't go off those. But uh, it's going to be some great <laughs> yeah. racing up it's in the, Washington. There'll be a disclaimer roll through the screen <laughs> after right. this. Right? Yeah, do not lay any money on our <laughs> picks. Uh, we've, we're wrong a lot, but Hey, thanks for tuning in. Uh, enjoy the races this weekend. We'll see you guys uh, next Monday with our new riders meeting.